Hello, so glad you could join us on the This Is Why podcast brought to you by the Muskegon YMCA. Here, we go out into our community to discuss the ways we are building a healthier Muskegon and learn more from those who are involved with the Y. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi, my name is Gabe Gerlach. I'm the CEO of the Muskegon YMCA. Welcome to the This Is Why podcast. We're here talking about uh, the Muskegon YMCA and the great things that we're doing around the community. I have two awesome guests with me today with deep connections and loyalty to the Y. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Awesome guest number one. Uh, this is Bruce Spolman. I'm the former CEO at the Muskegon Y. Jason Paisecki. I am a partner at Revel and I am a past board member at the Y and chief volunteer officer. So today we're actually at Revel having a conversation about opportunities. Well, one of the things I admire about both of you guys is that you are very good at taking advantage of opportunities and finding ways to partner with people within the community. Um, Can you talk about your approach to that, how you find those opportunities or look for them? Yeah, I'd love doing that type of thing because it's, it's an, um, it keeps the work interesting, but be, of course, more important than that is it advances whatever work you're doing. It helps you think about what you're doing in a different way. And the approach that I like to take is more of the default is why wouldn't you partner with somebody, particularly if your missions align um, and you have commonalities of purpose, then look for ways to broaden that for each other. And it has kind of a symbiotic effect where you the sum of the parts are more equal than the separate components. Yeah, one thing I've always been struck by in my time in Muskegon over the past two decades professionally is uh, Muskegon's a community that really collaborates and people look to leverage strengths and create win-win scenarios. And, you know, what I appreciate about the why, um, you know, being a former CVO, Chief Volunteer Officer, and being involved with other organizations in the community is there's there's really um, there's no egos at the Y, so it's about what's doing, uh, what doing what's best for the community to create a healthy future for Muskegon, and that's what I've really witnessed in my experience serving on the Y board in the past and as uh, chief volunteer officer, and I you know just see a lot of that with the programs that the Y does. Very true, um, Bruce. Can you think of maybe a Y program or opportunity or a partnership that you're particularly proud of, or that you thought was really interesting, or maybe um, you weren't expecting it to be as successful as it was? Sure. Um, one of the things that I really like about the work that we're continuing to do is helping kids be safe around water, and we do have a goal of working with and the third graders. Seem to be like a prime age group for that. Um, they're not. Um, too old to be um, experienced and afraid of it as much as they're also young enough to be able to be moldable and and teachable. Um, But helping kids be safer on water without owning a pool um, can be pretty challenging, and we've had a lot of success with that. That's forced us to be able to have partnerships with the community, with Muskegon Heights Academy, with uh, Muskegon High School Pool, and we've been able to maximize those opportunities to continue to teach over a thousand kids a year with the goal of getting every third grader every year so that we can work through that cycle. Uh, one of the ones I'm uh, proud of is the Seaway Run, and that's something that the Y has partnered with another organization that I'm involved with, uh, Muskegon Rotary Club. Both Bruce and I are Rotarians. And back in 2012, when the Chronicle got out of the uh, running community events, they they tapped 
the Y and Rotary to collaborate on a partnership that over the last 10 years has taken in and grown the race to where it is today. And, you know, the organizations are continuing to work together, leveraging each other's strengths to deliver, um, you know, a really top-notch event for the community. That's a good example, too. I like that one, especially with, I think the first few years we were maintaining. Um, and then when we got uh, Brian Lambert involved as a, as the race director, and then he brought in John last year, that it, we really saw both organizations come together to to maximize some of the potential or give us a, a vision for some of what some of the potential could be. Yeah, and I, you know, with partnering in in that type of uh, endeavor, because um, with with Rotary, really, it's a service organization, but really strong roots in the business community and with nonprofits. So, like leaning on Rotary strengths to um, develop those sponsorship relationships, and then with the Y, where the Y has the expertise in operationally running. Uh, you know, races and events and, and things like that. And then you tap in with the directors, you really get the best of both worlds and an event that the community is really proud of. Are there any things on the horizon, like especially in regards to Seaway Run, where you're maybe hoping to see some of that advancement or new things that you're you're hoping for as you see that growth? I was alluding to the leadership with, with Brian Lambert as the Seaway Run race director. And he was inspired by some of the success of the crim race in Flint every year. And so he sees a lot of parallel examples that we can really, with um, the focus on getting sponsors and working with the with uh, Randy at the ISD, um, with having the school kids involved and just, um, I think, just broadening that appeal and getting kids off the couch and, and, and then almost um, inspiring the parents to go with them. So, and, and that's really a thing. It's, we think about the race as, you know, the half marathon often or the 10K, and we, we focus a lot on that, on the pictures, but the real success of that is the community involvement and getting people just to walk it, if nothing else. It's, it's, it's wherever you start from um, to be able to participate, and you're on your own journey. There's, not a, there's no shaming um, involved. Well, as a walker, I appreciate that. It <laughs> often runs into you down by Pierre Marquette when you're running. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> thanks for giving us some uh, some credibility. Yeah, okay, you're good at it. You have probably more cumulative miles anyway. So one of the things I think uh, that's really interesting, you know, we're kind of coming out of a time of crisis, right? And I do think the Y in particular really leveraged. Um, a lot of things and made the most of a lot of opportunities in that time of crisis. Um, so do you have any advice on how you did that? Or do you want to talk about kind of the process? How do you attack those things in a moment of crisis? So that way you're not in a panic mode per se, but you know, you're pivoting where needed or where you can. That was a great, that was a fun and challenging um, situation because most um, wise are membership based and, during COVID, along with most other places, they were shutting down and trying to think how, because well, one they were told to that we we most op, most businesses at one point were um, mandated to for safety reasons. But beyond that, Wise had a real difficult time in opening back up just because of all you think about um, what you do at a Y. There's there's a lot of sweat flying around or other kinds of things that at that time were looked at as being very dangerous 
and being an um, organization that's more outreach fo- outreach focused, um, we just said, what can we do to help the community? And people were hungry, and kids that normally would be getting uh, uh, different meals from the schools didn't have. They didn't, the community was looking for the government was looking at, at a place to be a service delivery uh, medium, and we fit that. Um, we answered that call. So when schools were shut down and on other businesses and organizations, we opened up a feeding program that um, we thought maybe we could get up to um, maybe four or five thousand meals a month. That was going to be, you know, a thousand meals a week would be a, a real goal of ours. And within a couple of months, we were averaging a thousand meals a day. And so we, in in uh, in about a year's time, we had just I think over three hundred and sixty something thousand meals that we were able. To, no, no, it was more three eighty that we were able to serve. And so it was it was fun to be part of that and serve the community in that way. Yeah, I think just adding on to that is when you ask how you ask how you do it or how you go about it. Oh, we got I, I, I think it's yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's it it goes to creativity. You know, how do you teach a thousand third graders to swim without a pool? Well, you go out in the community. Um, how do you deliver programs like Livestrong, getting people to live in, with cancer and, recover, in, and in recovery, while you partner with people like Muskegon Family Care, who has a facility that is available uh, to do those type of programs. You get out of there, and if it's healthy out of school time, you're going on site. So if you looked at you know a traditional Y model, where it's very centered around the facility, our why is different. And if you put all the dots, it would be just blanketing Muskegon County, all the different locations where the Y is delivering programs. And I think that's one of the things that's really unique and it speaks to the creativity of our why is, um, you know, we're coming up with ways there's a need for childcare. Well, if there's not a central facility, you partner with people to deliver that childcare and um, you know our why our is really good at that because of the the leadership of, of people like both of you but also the board in creating those connections so that's one thing I've always appreciated about uh, the Muskegon YMCA is uh, really just coming at some creative solutions to problems we had that talent too even it was it was nice I, I, that's thank you for saying that and the um in the earlier years when we were still managing a facility and had that membership focus is when we fortunately caught that type of vision and saw the need to go out in the community. And so um, when we shifted to not having a facility, we had that to fall back on and we were just able to um, make that be our strength. So it was been a, it's been an interesting ride. Okay. So when you're in crisis, right, you kind of have to find those opportunities and find that creativity. How do you spark that creativity even when you're not in crisis? How do you look for those moments and, and take advantage of that? That's how Revel does business every day. <laughs> I know. I want to know how. Like, what are what are the secrets? Well, I think it's it's tapping into those. And, you know, it's really like when um, you're brainstorming or troubleshooting a problem, there's, there's no bad ideas and everything is on the table. And, you know, that, that, that same thinking takes place at the Y because of the makeup of the the board and the staff is so diverse. So we want a board that's representing the community and the populations that the Y is is serving and benefiting. And so it's just, you don't limit your thinking and you put um, several scenarios on the table 
and don't assume something's not going to work till you've exhausted all the all the options. And we back it up with data. I mean, there's a lot of things that we do are evidence based, and it's um, that that keeps us grounded, so we're not just floating from one trend to another. Um, and that has that's been really helpful to be able to replicate and provide um, um, the in- integrity and, and having with the, a robust program. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think one of the things that people don't realize about the Muskegon Y is it's seen as a leader not only in in Muskegon and in West Michigan, but throughout the state. And I think with uh, diabetes prevention is something where um, Muskegon is running programs through the entire state, not just Muskegon, and getting large million dollar grants from the CDC to deliver that kind of programming. And those are the innovative things as WISE continue to evolve from, um, you know, it's, it's way more than a gym and a swim. There's programs out there in the community that are really there that go to that, that, um, that vision, that mission of delivering a healthy future for Muskegon. So that's, that's multifaceted and it's more than coming in for a, for a workout. Yeah. And that's, you're, you're referencing uh, one of our key partners and that's Trinity Health. Um, we wouldn't be able to do that without that kind of partnership and the, and the health project the, with, um, us delivering a program that they're supporting. That's the idea of, um, getting upstream as possible to prevent diabetes instead of having to treat diabetes. And it's with, um, our, with, with the Muskegon Y is delivering that program. They, they recognize that we can do it more effectively and efficiently than even them doing it internally with the, within the um, healthcare network. So um, we've had their support. And as you mentioned, the results have um, then been replicated through WISE in Detroit and Grand Rapids and um, Bay City and other places where we're actually managing those programs from Muskegon. So we, we have very talented people that work with us that make these things happen. That we do. Any other um, words of wisdom or advice as we kind of wrap up our topic on opportunities and partnerships? Maybe a call to action? What can people go out and do? Uh, we're, we're, we don't coast. Um, we, we, we continue to look for opportunities that make sense. And we want to um, continue to build a healthy future for Muskegon. And if we can work with organizations or individuals that um, – we can bring something to the table and be able to offer value, then we're looking for that opportunity. If it's something as broad as helping a, uh, strengthen the workforce by offering childcare or something as specific as um, helping someone recover from cancer treatment, as Jason already brought up, we're, we're looking for things that make sense with the, the talent and the resources that we bring. And I think the, the thing with, um, with the why in exploring partnerships is to keep an open mind. And for organizations out there in the community, as they're looking to further their mission, where does it make sense? If it's health-related, if it's wellness-related, those are opportunities that, you know, the Y has a lot of experience in and a, a track record with. And together we can we can do more. And so by kind of leaving, you know, your ego at the at the front door, uh, you're you open yourself up to some some really great things. That's yeah. It's a good point because whether it's us or some, we don't have to own the program, um, but we can help support it. Well, thank you both very much. We've enjoyed talking with you today and being at Revel in beautiful downtown Muskegon. 
Thank you for taking the time to listen to the This Is Why podcast, supported by the Muskegon YMCA. If you would like more information about anything discussed in today's episode, or if you have suggestions for a topic you would like to learn more about, please visit muskegonymca.org.